Welcome to the prayer experience and uh, over the next 15 20 minutes or thereabout we're going to be praying together uh thank you everyone who's uh, come online we really appreciate you we've got a couple of things we need to pray about today and uh, I, I hope you can stay with us while we pray together it's important that uh, you know the more prayer that is in the world that the less the force of darkness against good and righteousness. So much happening in our world today. I mean, if there's any time to pray, it is now. And we need more people in our local churches, uh, at home, in public gatherings, as much as can be allowed. The more people that can get together everywhere across the world praying, the more we will see the hand of God and the glory of God come down upon our world. So thank you uh, for being part of the prayer experience today. Remember to leave a comment. If you can, leave a comment. And uh, if you want to leave a prayer request as well, please do that. You can inbox us if you think it's confidential and uh, something you want us to pray behind the scene. We are quite happy to do that. We just love to pray for you, pray with you, and pray for the nations, okay? Straight away, we're going to go into Thanksgiving uh, and the scripture that we're using to give thanks to the Lord is Psalm 104. It's a familiar piece of scripture. It's a scripture most of us know about, and it says to enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise, be thankful unto him and bless his name. In other words, God doesn't want us to come in into his presence with complaining and murmurings, irrespective of what's happening in our world today. Okay, we are aware of things that are happening, but we've got to leave that behind for now. We've got to thank God and appreciate him. The gates of heaven only open to a thankful heart. Are you thankful for what he's done in your life, in your family, in the life of your children or grandchildren, in the life of your nation? Okay, no matter how bad your nation you think it is, uh, there's still something you can thank the Lord for. Certainly in the United Kingdom, we want to thank the Lord for Boris Johnson. We want to thank the Lord for, for um, all the people in places of power and authority. They may not get it right all the time, but hey, let's be thankful. Uh, and as we do that, God will steer this nation and other nations of the world in the power of righteousness. So if you're ready, join me and let's give thanks to the lord okay let's do that together wherever you are indoor outdoor out in the park or i don't know what the weather is like where you are but uh, where we are right now wow <laughs> you'd rather be indoor than outdoor anyway let's give thanks to the lord father we thank you blessed be your holy name we worship you we exalt you what a great god you are what an amazing god you are father thank you 
uh, irrespective of the challenges that we face, right, left, and center, and around us, we want to look away from all of that and want to say thank you, Lord. Thank you for your goodness, your kindness, your mercies in our lives. You are a great God. We thank you for our nation and everyone that is on this platform. We do thank you for our respective nation. Thank you for Pakistan. Thank you for Iran. Thank you for Nigeria. Thank you for Ghana. Thank you for South Africa, Uganda, uh, India, Bangladesh. Thank you for Brazil, United States, Canada. Thank you for Ireland. Thank you for Scotland. Thank you for Wales. Thank you for England. Uh, thank you for the United Kingdom. Thank you for all the nations of the world, all of Europe, uh, Poland, and uh, and the rest of Eastern Europe. want to thank you. We just thank you for our world. Thank you. We know that so much is happening, but we want to, in the midst of that, offer the sacrifice, the sacrifice of thanksgiving. to so say thank you for those good things that you're still doing in the midst of the darkness. We bless your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know, sometimes you really, really need to look around. And in the midst of looking around, you see what the Lord has on. Even in the bad situation, there's something God is working within that situation. God will turn it around for good. I remember Joseph, when his brother had sold him into slavery, he found himself in 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 the prison and eventually he became prime minister and his brothers came to egypt uh, to seek for help and seek for refuge and you know they had no idea that the man who was the prime minister was the same guy they sold into slavery and joseph had the opportunity to kind of deal with his brothers and throw them into prison and make them pay for the things they did to him but he refused to do that he said to his brethren, so what you meant for evil, God turned it around for good. And, and he said, you know, God sent me here for a reason. I mean, if Joseph wasn't sold as a slave, if Joseph didn't find himself in the pit, you know, he wouldn't be in the position where he was able to rescue his father and 70 members of Jacob's household during the time of famine. God knows how to turn the darkness around, okay? So irrespective of what's happening in your personal life, in your family, in your community, in your nation, remember, as long as there is a God in heaven, he will turn that thing around for good. Amen. Straight away, we're going to look at the word, uh, even though that looks like I've preached already. Uh, but I, I, there's something in my heart. I'm, I promise you, I'm just going to keep it very short and brief because we need to pray this afternoon okay and that's something i highlighted yesterday or or the day before yesterday we were looking at mark chapter 2 uh you remember the the man whom is regularly referred to as the paralytic who was brought down by four men through the roof as jesus was in the house preaching and they let that man down through the roof and Jesus looked at him and said to him, son, your sins are forgiven you. That's another message in there. We'll look at that in another day. But let's pick up the story from verse 9 because 
as at that time Jesus said to the man, your sins are forgiven you. And then the religious people, the Pharisees, the sad, sad, <laughs> I call them far to see, sad to see. The Pharisees and the, and the Sadducees were there and they were saying, who can forgive sins except God? Then Jesus said to them, and I love this piece of scripture. I love it. He said, whether it is, is it easier to say to the sick of the palsy, thy sins be forgiven thee, or say, arise, take up your bed and walk. What Jesus is saying, for me, I don't know which one is easier because both is possible. And both, both of these possibilities are available under the, the covenant of Abraham. As at that time, remember when Jesus was on earth, he was operating under the old covenant. Until Jesus died and he rose from the dead, the new covenant did not come into force. So he was saying that, even under the old covenant, the forgiveness of sins and healing is all packaged together. Psalm 103 told us, who, who forgives all your sins, who heals all your sicknesses, is there. And Jesus was enforcing that in the life of this young man. If I say to him, your sins are forgiven you, that opens the door for his healing. If I say be healed, that opens the door for his forgiveness. It's one and the same. It's one and the same. Uh, look at look at it. He said, "But then, but that ye may know the Son of Man have power on earth to forgive sins." He said to the sick of the palsy, "I said to you, arise and take up your bed and go your way to your house." <laughs> That's a man who couldn't walk. That's a man who was too sick to even carry himself and bring himself to where Jesus was. But his friends, his four friends, brought him into the meeting. And Jesus said to him, take up your bed and go home. And immediately, immediately the man arose, took up the bed, went forth before them all. I like this. That's why I like the King James Version, okay? I deliberately picked the King James Version for this because I like the way he put it. It said, in so much that they were all amazed and glorified God saying, we never saw it on this fashion. We never saw it on this fashion. This is the new fashion that, that Jesus brought in his time. He brought the fashion of the forgiveness of sins, the, the, the healing of the sick. The impossible became possible when Jesus was around. And I tell you, Bible says in Hebrews 13 verse 8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. What he did yesterday, he wants to do today. What he's doing today, he will keep doing. If Jesus healed the sick yesterday, he wants to heal the sick today. If Jesus forgave sins yesterday, he wants to forgive sins today. And so if you're listening to me, I, I want us to pray. You know, we're going to come into a time of prayer and say, God, help me to understand that this Jesus is still alive today. The reality of Jesus. For, for those of us, many of you who are watching this, we are Christians, we're born again. You know, Jesus lives in our heart by faith. Bible says that in Ephesians chapter 3, it says, it says that Christ may dwell in our heart by faith. Okay, we believe he lives in our heart today. And if he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, if Jesus is not healing today, then it's not the same Jesus that we have in our heart. We're going to pray and say, God, give us a revelation. Ephesians chapter 1 says that we might know, 
uh, the hope of our calling and, and the, the riches of the inheritance we have in him and the exceeding greatness of the power of God that is made available to us. Let's have a time of personal prayer. Just pray for yourself before we do anything else and say, give me a revelation of this Jesus, that this same Jesus is alive today. My sins are forgiven and my sicknesses are healed because Jesus lives in my heart. Give me that understanding in the midst of all of this noise, in the midst of all of this, uh, 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 you know, the pandemic and all in the midst of all the negativity that abounds all over the place. Can you pray? Pray for yourself wherever you are. Just pray right now just for yourself and say, open the eyes of my understanding. Give me a deeper and a deeper and a deeper knowledge of, of just knowing that assurance, blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Yeah, Jesus. Pray that for yourself. We need that. We need that. You know, that that, that hymn I just mentioned, there is a foretaste of glory divine. Everything that is in the kingdom of God that is coming upon the earth, we can have a foretaste today. Part of it is healing. Part of it is forgiveness of sins. We can walk in it. We can walk in deliverance. The enemy has no place in our lives. The enemy has no place in our homes. The enemy has no place in our body. In the name of Jesus, come and pray for yourself. If you're watching this as a recorded version, just pray that for yourself. If you're listening on the podcast, pray that for yourself. The enemy has no place in my life. Jesus lives in my heart. My sins are forgiven. If my sins are forgiven, my sicknesses are healed. All my diseases are healed. I walk in healing. I walk in health. I walk in strength in the name of Jesus. Not just me, members of my, my household, my husband, my wife, my children, my family members. They are healed because Jesus is the head of this home, is the head of our family, in the, is the head of our household. His authority rules here. His authority rules here here his domain rules here in the name of jesus we enforce the kingdom blessed assurance jesus is mine the foretaste of glory divine i'm a heir of salvation purchased of blood hallelujah 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 this is our story praise god amen Amen. Amen. Father, grant unto us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you, the eyes of our understanding being flooded with light, that we might know what is the hope of your calling, what is the riches of the glory of your inheritance that has been made available to us, which includes forgiveness of sins, which includes healing, which includes deliverance from the powers of the enemy, which includes includes deliverance from the curses of the law and every generational curses, every genetic curse, everything in our blood, everything in our body, everything in our human cells that is not of God, that is not good, that is not of prosperity to our physical well-being. We separate ourselves from it. We've been delivered from the paths of darkness and translated into the kingdom of his dear son in the mighty name of Jesus. Just make that declaration over your life. Declare that over your life. I have been delivered. 
I have been set free. I have been rescued. What happens in this in, in the in the sphere of darkness does not affect me. I am in the kingdom of light. Uh, Colossians 1 13 and 14 says, I have been delivered from the power of darkness and translated into the kingdom of the Son of, 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 of God. I'm in the kingdom of the Son of God. What rules in the kingdom is freedom. What rules in the kingdom is deliverance. What rules in the kingdom is redemption. I have been redeemed. I have been delivered. Come on, Christians, let's declare that. Let's say that more. The more the world is talking about disease and death and, and sickness and infirmity, let's speak the word of God. Let's speak the word of God. Even nature is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Let's speak. If we believe in this Jesus, come on, let's speak. Let's make that declaration. Make that declaration over your life in the name of Jesus. I believe in God. I believe in his word. I stand true to his word, which is easier to say. <laughs> to say to the sick of the policy, your sins are forgiven you. Or to say, take up your bed and go home. And then he spoke to the sick of the palsy. He said, take up your bed and go home. And immediately, immediately, he rose up right before them all. And they said, we've never seen this in this fashion. We speak this new fashion into our world today. We speak the, the kingdom fashion, the kingdom the kingdom culture this is kingdom culture this is the trend in the kingdom we speak life and freedom in the name of jesus amen amen you know i, I just I, I didn't plan all of that I, I i thought god just wanted us to linger a little bit on that and just pray for ourselves all of our intercessors we're praying for you behind the scene at the end of every broadcast the team, we, we, we meet up and we pray for you all. We pray that the hand of God will be upon you. And I tell you, when you stand in a place of intercession, you stand in the place of great power. You stand in the place of, of great privilege because you, 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 you're standing in the gap on behalf of humanity. You know, you, 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 you're demonstrating the love of God. That's the kingdom of God. He says, it's not the king. The kingdom of God is not a meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. You walk in righteousness. You walk in joy. You walk in the power of God. And that's why the more, the more prayer in the world, I tell you, the less the force of darkness against good and righteousness. Let's pray for our world right now. Pray that the move, we're praying for the nations, a wave of God's glory, a wave of God's glory. What scripture are we looking at? Let's let's look at um, Isaiah 40 verse 5. It says, the glory of the Lord will be revealed. All people, he didn't say some people, but all people will see this glory. What is this glory? It's the glory of the kingdom, the glory of the kingdom in Iran, the glory of the kingdom in Iraq, the glory of the kingdom in Oman, in Yemen, the glory of the kingdom being revealed in the Philippines, in Pakistan, the glory of, come on, pray with me wherever you are. Lord, reveal your glory. Show your glory all over the world. Show your glory in Brazil, in Argentina, in Mexico. We, we pray. This is the 
time. This is the time. He says the husbandman is waiting for the precious fruit of the earth until he receives the early and the latter rain in the same month. We are in the end times. This is the time when we're going to have both the early and the latter rain falling upon every nation. The glory of God. There shall be salvation. There shall be healing. There shall be deliverance. There shall be the manifestations of God in the name of Jesus that cannot be denied. That cannot be denied. People will not be able to deny. They won't be able to resist the gospel. We pray that right now. Come on, pray with me. Wherever you are, pray with me in every nation, in India. We pray that in India, he said, he said, the gospel, he said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God unto salvation to the Jews first and then to the Gentiles. We pray that in the name of Jesus, that the influx of the gospel, the influx of the gospel in North Korea, in South Korea, in China, in Indonesia, we pray that the influx of the gospel in the mighty name of Jesus, all over the continents, all over the continents of the world, we pray that right now over China, we speak that over 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 africa we speak that over america over europe we pray for france we pray for italy belgium switzerland we pray for iceland in the name of jesus man the shukala in jesus name the influx of the glory of god in jesus mighty name amen i want you to pray right now pray with me we'll pray for the church of jesus christ we're still praying about this glory it says it says uh in, in Haggai chapter 2, look at that scripture. I will shake all nations. And I tell you, there's a shaking going on in every nation. There's a shaking in every nation. Every nation is experiencing that shaking. It says, and what is desired by all nations will come. That is a message for another day. That's talking about Shiloh. <laughs> what is desired? That's Shiloh. It, it, it says in, in Genesis chapter 49 verse 10, you can look at that later. The desire of all nations will come and I will fill this house with glory, says the Lord Almighty. Fill this house with glory. It's talking about his house. It's talking about the church. The church is the house of God. And it says he will fill this house with glory. I want us to pray. Lord, fulfill this prophecy in our days. Fill the church with your glory, the body of Christ with your glory. The body of Christ is represented by local churches up and down the country, everywhere. The church in Philippines, the church in India, let your glory fill your house. And we are the church. We are the house of God. Let your glory fill my life. Let your glory fill your church. Let the glory fill the, the, the local assemblies that are gathered. Whether we're gathered in homes or we're gathered in the buildings, in the bigger buildings, wherever the two or three are gathered, let your glory fill. This is the season we're going to see the manifestation of the glory of God. Let your glory, we're praying that all over the world in the mighty name of Jesus. Get excited, people.
get excited people something is about to happen it says when the nations are being shaken it said the desire of all nations will come and i will fill my house with glory <laughs> in the name of jesus we pray that right now let the rain begin to fall like never before spiritually the spiritual rain let it begin to fall like never before and show yourself and show your power and show your mind i want us to pray for the persecuted church I, I, we cannot we cannot but pray for the persecuted church is one of the one of the mandates god gave us on prayer experience is to stand up on behalf of the persecuted church and i want us to pray the god who sees bella roy says the god who sees you know if you look at uh, in Genesis, look at Genesis um, chapter 16, verse 13. Hagar asked herself, have I really seen God and lived to tell about it? She was at the point of death and dying. Her, her master has cast her out of the house. Uh, and, you know, that's another story for another day. So she called the Lord who had spoken her, a God who sees. I want us to pray for the persecuted church, our brothers and sisters who are suffering around the world and say, God, God, hear the cries of your people. Let your eyes rest upon your people. You know what the Bible says in the book of Exodus when it's, when the people cried out who were suffering under Pharaoh and the Egyptians, God said, I've heard the cry of my people and I'm now come down to deliver them. We're praying, God, will you visit your people again with deliverance, with power the god who sees you're the god who sees the suffering of your people you you hear the cry of your people lord in iran the persecuted church we're praying that you will intervene and set your people free in in north korea in china in parts of india in pakistan in bangladesh we're praying in indonesia Father, we're praying in northern Nigeria. All of these hot spots where Christians are losing their lives, Christians are being persecuted, Christians are made to suffer because of their faith. We are calling on the God who sees. Will you, will you visit your people again? This is the time that you will step out, oh God, and save your people from their persecutors from their oppressors in the name of Jesus bring deliverance bring deliverance when 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 Saul was persecuting the church Jesus you showed up on the road to Damascus and you stopped him in his track we we pray oh God will you do the same in this time and in this season and will you turn around the hearts of this wicked people who are persecuting and killing Christians because of their faith. Turn around their hearts and let them turn from their wickedness and turn to righteousness and let them know the power of the gospel. We don't want you to destroy them, Lord, but we pray that their eyes will open and see this Jesus whom they persecute. When they persecute Christians, certainly they're persecuting the head of the body, Christ. And Christ said to Paul, uh, when it was Saul, he said, don't you know it is hard 
to kick against the stocks. It is very, very, very hard. You can't kick against me. It's impossible. I am the rock of offense. You fall on me, you're broken. I fall on you, you're crushed. But Lord, we do not want them to be destroyed. You died for them. We pray that salvation will break out in North Korea. Salvation will break out like never before. In Iran, salvation will break out. In India, break out. In Pakistan, Bangladesh, in northern Nigeria, all of those places, the blood of martyrs that have been spilled on the floor will become the seed for revival and awakening and the move of God. Wow, wow. In Jesus' name, amen. My time is up. You know what? We're going to continue praying tomorrow. But we cannot finish without praying for Africa. I want us to just pray for Africa one minute before we finish. Um, what is happening in Nigeria is is it begs it begs uh, a divine intervention. Okay, uh, yes, I don't want to say more than that, but there is it's it's not good. It's not good when it comes to the point where people begin to lose their lives then you know there's a line that has been crossed. How can we pray, Lord, will you help? Look at that scripture. We saw that yesterday. It says, may all kings bow down to him and all nations serve him, for he will deliver the needy who cry out and the afflicted who have no help. You know, there's one man who, there's somebody who calls himself the helper of the helpless, the father to the fatherless. He is God. God he is Jehovah, the man of war. Let's cry out to him and say, God, will you intervene on behalf of people who cannot help themselves in not just in Nigeria, but all over Africa? Children who are dying of hunger every day people who are losing their lives, people who are being marginalized, people who are being killed uh, just because they are uh, they are staging a protest and, and you shoot them like you will shoot, I don't know what to call it, Father God, we ask, intervene, intervene, bring deliverance in the name of Jesus. Let all those kings, let all those people with the guns, those people with the weapons, those people with the authority who think nobody can question them, Lord, let them, let them have a change of heart. We'll pray for mercy. Let your reign of mercy pour upon their heart. Let the wicked man turn away from his wickedness. Let the wicked people turn away from their wickedness. Let the people who steal the money meant for a nation, let them have a change of heart. Let them have repentance. We pray for repentance in their heart in the name of Jesus. We ask, uh, let your reign of righteousness fall upon Africa in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. If you're sick in your body, uh, just pray with you right now, whether you're listening on audio podcast or you're just watching this. We just want to pray. Father, we pray for everyone right now who needs healing in their body, that you will visit them, you will touch them, you will bring healing because you are the Lord, our healer. Thank you for the new covenant that is better than the old covenant, the new covenant which contains our health and our healing. And thank you, Lord, because you said with long life, you will satisfy us and you will show us your salvation. We stand upon your promise and we take them as your words that you've spoken personally 
to us. We give you all of the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Our time is up, but one good thing is we're back again tomorrow with a prayer experience. Thank you for joining us, but please, 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 if you can pray these prayers again at some point today, please do that, especially pray for Africa, pray for Nigeria. What's going on in there? It's not good at all. It breaks the heart to see what's happening in there. This is 2020. This is not 1614. This is not 1311. This is the year 2020. Human rights abuses at such a level should not be permitted in any country in the world, whether it's in China, whether it's in UK or Nigeria. It should not be permitted, not at all. People should not be killed and lose their lives like they're just animals. No, that's even animals deserve respect, even, even in those areas. Please, can you spend some time Five minutes if you can at some point. Just pray for Nigeria. Pray for Africa. I believe something is happening. I believe Jesus Christ is tearing the waters. He says in his word, I will shake the nations. The desire of all nations will come. But I will fill this house with my glory. When you see all these things happening, God is about to do something that will astound all of us. Just get ready. Make sure that you're not caught unawares. The more prayer in the world, the less the force of darkness against good and righteousness. Thank you. Those are brethren from Pakistan, Bangladesh, all over the world. We love you so much. And uh, from Ireland, UK, everywhere, we do appreciate you for coming on board to pray with us every day. I tell you, it's it's it looks little, but a notion is consists of drops of water. So let's not underestimate the little contribution we're making here on prayer experience to what God is doing across the world. We are contributing, other people are praying as well. And it's the little here, a little there that brings about the great and powerful move of God in this generation. And we will all live to see it, okay? So I'll see you tomorrow again by 2 p.m. God bless you. Bye-bye. Hey